You know, when uh, you're up in the high country, when you're on a trail and the sun's beating down on you and there's a wind coming up from nowhere and going nowhere. You never know what might be around that bend in the trail. You never know what you might find. Sometimes I think in the springtime, there are more surprises. More surprises because, you know, the winter left all that snow in its wake. And that snow gets deeper and deeper and deeper the higher you go. And then when spring comes and everything turns to music and all that water that was once snow, that was once clouds, is falling. Falling back down the earth, from the earth, and to the earth. In the springtime, that's when things get exciting up in the high country. There was one particular day where I was on patrol, and it was just me by myself this time. And I was on a little trail that had been a deer trail that maybe was an Indian trail, too. Went from someplace, and it was going someplace. And I was just in that frame of mind where you just drowsing a bit with your horse as you're on in the saddle, just not paying much attention to anything. That's a very dangerous place to be, I might add. And I heard the sound of water off in the distance. And the sound of that water got closer and closer. And as I got closer and closer to it, it got louder and louder till pretty soon all you could hear was the sound of all that water somewhere a ways off flowing. It even got louder than the wind itself. And it was a windy day. Well, I come up to a creek, and the funny thing about that creek was it wasn't a creek at that point. It was more like a little river, and it was steep country right about there. And I just looked at it, and my horse kind of looked back at me like, you want me to go through that? And I'm thinking, well, the trail's right there on the other side, and it just right ahead of me, it dropped down, got muddy, and then it just become water. And it becomes sound and all this fury of it going by so fast. And I looked at my horse and I said, well, that's what we're supposed to do. And that's where we're supposed to go. So I could see it right there, just 15 feet away, where the trail come up out of the water. But right in front of me, in front of my horse, the trail disappeared into all that water. And it was just raging right there. So I figured, okay, I don't know if I want to go through that. Let's uh, go up a bit. So I give my horse a a spur and moved moved it up to the right and started making my way up through this thick underbrush, went over to the left again, and it was worse even there. Okay, I, I figured I'd just move my horse up a little bit more. And it's not an easy thing to move around in a wooded section of Yosemite where there's lots of trees, more than just even those red fir that are so tall without branches rising up high into the sky. There's all this undergrowth that loves and prefers the shade of these taller trees. And getting through that ain't something that God intended me to do. And I was getting tore up. and My horse was getting a bit tore up. But we're just trying to find a way across this creek. And I couldn't find it, and it wasn't all that easy. And so we went back down again. And same thing, everywhere I went, right in front of me, was this barrier right where I needed to go, right where my that cabin I needed to get to, that patrol post I needed to get to, that bed I needed to get to, that comfort, well, 
relative comfort I needed to get to was right there. And sometimes you get into a frame of mind where you're thinking, I don't want to sleep on the bare ground tonight. I want something soft. And uh, that's what I was thinking. So I'm thinking, I got to get there and I'm going to get there. So this time I went back to where I was before at the natural ford. And I said, you know, if I put my horse in there, we could both get swept away. So I just headed to the left again, farther down. And it was a journey in and of itself, just trying to find where that creek slowed down enough, got narrow enough that I could get my horse through that. Well, eventually I found it, and it wasn't easy. wasn't easy at all. But when I did, I found a spot where it opened up a bit, but yet the creek itself got kind of close, close enough that at a run, I could get my horse almost completely over it. Now, that ain't an easy thing to urge your horse through. And I just figured it looked like I could do it. And I felt that I could do it, so I backed my horse up, turned it around, and, uh, well, gave it to spurs. And once I put those spurs into it, I just start, I just leaned forward and eased up in myself, and, the, and that horse just felt I was relaxed and I was comfortable. So it figured, well, if he ain't worried, maybe I ain't got to be worried either. So we just got closer and closer, and my fear, which I tried to keep out of my body so my horse couldn't feel it through my legs, because a horse can pick up what you're thinking, and it's communicated through your legs and through your body. Well, I'm hoping it didn't pick up. I hope my thought was, I think I could make this jump. I think I can. I wasn't certain at all. And we got right up to the edge. Edge was coming up where that creek was. And I'm thinking, what if that horse just stops right then and there? I'm going to go clear over its head, right down to all those rocks and into that water. And that was my fear when I got right to that point. But when I got there, I just eased up, leaned forward, and the horse went right over. And there was a bit of a splash where its, where its hindquarters hit a little bit of that water. But we got out of there quick. The horse didn't want to hang out, hang around there either. And we got out, and I looked back. And the horse looked back, too, and it kind of looked up at me. Why'd you do that to me? Why'd you bring me so close to that? That ain't right. That ain't army regulations. You broke, you're breaking your own rules. I just smiled and laughed at my horse. Hey, it's all right. We got through okay. But you know what? My words sounded hollow, even to myself. And the strange thing of it all, later on, that afternoon, when I got to the patrol post, the strange thing was I was thinking, if something had happened to me, it'd take a while for Corporal Bingham or, or Rubottom, Lieutenant, to find me. They just knew I was on a patrol by myself, and they knew I wasn't going to go far because it's better to have someone with you. But what if something had happened? How many times in Yosemite is someone doing something kind of crazy, and they all by themselves, and something bad does happen and no one ever hears about it and people wonder whatever happened to that man whatever happened to that boy well I made it through and it was all right but it might not have been you know this is pretty forgiven unforgiven country that we're in right here and you make a mistake and it could cost you plenty but I didn't have time to think about if it was a good thing or a bad thing I just said to myself we got to get it done we just got to do it so I jumped that crick, and it was all right, but it could have been worse. It could have been much worse. And under my map, all it said was just a little word right there. It said, 
ford for that particular creek and it made it sound like it was something simple it was something easy but when you're in the wilderness there's things that'll surprise you and they ain't easy they're as hard as granite and as fast movement as that white water and that little creek and the funny thing of it all i know if i come right back to the same creek come fall it'll be dry no sound no music and no fury and i wonder then on that day what all the fuss was about well that's yosemite one moment it's a storm and another moment it's quiet as death itself